0: So I was at uh, Dwight and Trace facilities this past Monday. Yeah. Oh,
1: heard. I heard. You went Super right from cool. Mexico to, uh, to Texas, right?
0: Right. Right. <clears throat> I made He's the journey like area. millions are making right now.
1: We had a lot
2: of fun. From Mexico to Texas. Yours was a little cleaner. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will was... say the most beautiful thing about spending time with y'all, and I said it again last night, was all the content you guys give me from hanging out with y'all uh, is yeah well last time was the fastest ever ever took me to to write some some intros because it was insane was without beautiful. any further ado
0: uh let's get some our music resident roaster
2: here's music go
1: <laughs> wait you want an intro i want music <laughs> don't task, oh yeah god, god forbid you hey, know what here we him. go there we go. Halloween. Oh, it's Halloween's Halloween. It's Halloween
2: style, everybody. So, happy are you Halloween. guys, what are you dressed
0: up as, Dwight? Freddy Krueger with a bleached out uh, shirt?
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's actually pretty good, dude. It does look don't fall like
1: A Freddy It's a Freddy sweater. I got to be that careful because he's going to come
0: back lashing at us right no, now. He didn't. He's the roaster. Oh, no, the Peter mother freaker himself.
2: The mother freaker myself. Well, happy Halloween, everybody. Let's get going. We'll start with some. Fun little intros to make sure everybody uh, gets everybody a little spicier than uh, to talk about other topics. So he's our trail riding trailblazer, our Glock polishing, vision demolishing, crowd appeasing, downtown Cabo displeasing, rabbit, <laughs> <laughs> rabbit style, quick peaker and AACD speaker. Sorry, this could going to be a hard one. They all give me such good content while name dropping is his style, a name. From his network, he will anoint in order to prove a point. The more famous the person, the more he believes in them. He's the only one to fall asleep during a podcast, which is why our Kaaba recordings may never broadcast. <laughs> sleepy Craig is to dentistry as Sleepy Joe is to the country. In the end, it's oh, all about dude. a facade to act like they could still do the job. So please help me welcome our very own Grandpa Joe, our sleepy giant <laughs> who is too tall to work at Tippett Dental and whose L1 makes him too sentimental the one, the only Craig Spodak.
0: That's oh, great. Nice. There's a couple parts I really want to edit out, though. No, no, no. They're all staying. <laughs> the and rabbit I wanna, part. And, I want the rabbit part. And out, for the record,
1: I, just... I need to tell the Cabo freakout story, uh, oh, the downtown God. Cabo freakout story. So I the actually full, was the writing full, these, the, and the I was full concerned. Sixth grade meltdown. Craig had.
2: I was concerned that in writing these, we probably might only get to these as the topic because so much <laughs> happened in Cabo. But... Oh God!
3: Yeah, and we haven't gotten. Pete, we haven't gotten your version of this yet. No, no, we haven't. Oh, so
1: this is we'll do it Live, we'll do it. Live. I, I was there. To, it was like watching a car wreck, just watching it live, like right in front of me.
2: We had to redeem Cabo for him, and we did just that.
1: Pretty good. Denim went,
0: napkins knocked it out of the park for him. Yeah. Denim napkins. Man. We went another part of Cabo, and I re- it redeemed. It <laughs> Laura went, Laura went from like Mars, I'm never going. Right. Yeah, yeah, I'm never going, going back Farmer. to Cabo. And the next day, I was like, Oh my god, this is the Cabo I like. Yeah,
2: you know who he is. He's polarized. I'll never come back. Yeah, should run a house. I'm going to come back next week.
0: Let's go to the next roast, guys. Come on.
2: Next, but certainly not least, the beast in the Texas Southeast. He makes it rain, especially with his Luther Vandross mic drop fame. Our pod in Cabo showed us he had a lot to say about being an owner practitioner. Since Sleepy Joe Spodak was not talking, turning him in him into a guest listener. Building rule practices is his game. Regardless of the competition, he has no shame. His goal will always be to keep up the family legacy, whether through claiming supremacy or drinking a bottle of Hennessy. He, his can't-sit-still can't anxiety is normal, which is why his business infrastructure is completely informal. Where great <laughs> Texas dentistry began since 1979 is the slogan, he's smashed into this legacy practice like Hulk Hogan. Progress drives him and details discuss him. Discussed him and family inspires him. He's our slow paced speaker and scientist who cooks up best practices into one beaker. It's the bread and butter that makes his heart flutter. He's the rainmaker <laughs> himself. Trade Tippett. Welcome, Ow, my friend.
1: Good, 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 good stuff.
2: <laughs> and lastly, of course, with Peter, we gotta drop it. Lastly, help me welcome our debater and creator. His pursuit to win is his driver as he suffers from the curse of the thriver. When working out, he's too lazy to go for a run, or maybe it's because this introvert's scared of running into someone. Why work out when you can take another route? How about an electrified EMS suit? If he is bored at your party, you can expect him to complain about why no one has a saber to open the champagne. <clears throat> but if he has to talk to you about something hard, he will soften the blow like a cinnamon orange slice after a tequila 1940 fo. Oh, and one more thing. Trust me, we've tried, but his hairstyles, we cannot dissuade as he keeps getting haircuts and asking for the I did it myself looking fade. He's the persuader and the dental practice luxator. <laughs> He's our very own dictator, Peter Bolton. That's awesome. Cheers, everybody. <laughs> oh, Dwight. Oh, I love it. Oh, I love David. it. Hey,
1: I did get it trimmed. I did get my
2: Oh, uh, Here we go. Up. Here goes the I, I did, did it myself. I did it myself.
1: It look? <laughs> I didn't do it myself, but I Come did I what? Like the new
2: hat though hey yeah this is this is hot off of the, the hat press literally he keeps making them because of his fade but
1: no really no this, good, is, this is legit i'm getting these ready for summit dwight this is the new I swag like if it. you guys could see it you see the side you see how it's puffy it's, it's a, a vinyl watch. it's ba- oh, it's like thick. Look at that i was gonna try and bring him i like it when him. you side cock it though that's nice yeah, yeah you does mean look look put good. it on the side that's no when you side cock it like that just like that we're in check um anyway th- i think this will be anyway if you guys can see it in person it looks better in person than on the camera but it's cool it's cool thank you thank you nice. i've gotten really good I, I you know i am um i am an expert now on import export from mm. dealing with china, china. um as china. dealing with when i made toothbrushes you know we get i've actually it. just wired to china this morning so i have become really good with dealing with china in these vinyls and and you uh had to get made made there as well so i'm good at alibaba
0: honestly okay so but, side hustle if you need something yeah. um peter will do it for you want to do be, a little knickknack
1: yeah you just need to be really good at whatsapp and just expect things to be delayed a day because the night is the day so you only get their messages in the morning and vice versa so it and you have to order
2: in order of like what ten thousands or what
1: no 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 these were done in, these were done in 200 but it was it's just so much more cost effective and and um so yeah the toothbrushes that we get remember that. are pal our pallets literally yeah. i just i just wired nineteen thousand dollars for for uh toothbrushes but it's but it's our new patient gift so <laughs> it's um yeah the sonic brush that we
2: kind of branded so it's cool i remember being at your office and the team being like what do we do with this when we walked outside and it was just pallets and pallets of two i remember like
0: like in the garage a
1: Buckhead. Yeah. yeah yeah like you we could really walk go. around it we order we order it first and then and accommodate for space second we don't know where to put it just, so luckily we got a little more space these days <clears throat> anyway quite, all right very, so we got a Cabo. very good oh my god cabo. so the cabo story is hilarious
0: <laughs> I want to hear Peter's side too. I haven't heard it yet. Yeah, this I mean, is um, it,
1: it's it's just the side. It's not Peter's side. It's, it's just like, I'm going to get I'm side. just going to tell you fact. how it is. No, looked. no matter how This is always things, Peter's always side. side. It is my
2: side. There is no other just side. side. No yeah, other yeah, side. Yeah. There's, there's, there's other
1: people? No, yeah. no, no. This is just reality. So so yeah. Dwight, let's talk about that reality. What? Keep going. Let's hear it. Altered it. Altered. All right. So we head down. It's like, all right our retreat's over let's go in town let's walk around let's go down to the marina so the marina is pretty far away from where we're staying we're staying at the vice ring. and it's like 30 minutes and so you know we're, we're all kind of driving in the van it's like how far away is this and i was like man i don't remember it being this far well we finally get there right and we start passing through some like rougher areas to get it, quote unquote rougher areas to get into cabo so I hear Craig start chirping. Like, you know, when he when he gets a little uncomfortable, he makes jokes about something to, like, make himself. My dad does the exact same thing. Like, he'll make, he'll make jokes what about it. Who was that guy? What
0: was the fighter that I said from the video game? He's like, look,
1: look, look at this guy. Like, what where are we? This guy looks no, like he's in Mortal Kombat.
0: Yeah, that, you know, the tall, tall, skinny, bald guy in
1: Mortal Kombat with the tattoos. <laughs> yeah. That guy was that, but with a teardrop tattoo. Hey, and then craig's like we're about to get you know he doesn't know where we are and he's like look they just did a drug deal where are we this is terrible like 300 yards later the guy's like we're here and craig's like what <laughs> i what? expected
0: i expected we were going through a bad area and like two miles later like we go through this bad area and literally
1: a minute later he's like okay we're here senor <laughs> good to go so we we start walking around and like i'm watching you know when craig when craig really takes stuff in he kind of wanders off and like looks around and so we was fine for a while. We're bebopping around, looking at the boats, listening to the man, bands play. But there's like, you know, there's children kind of begging in in the Cabo, and their parents are sitting on the side, kind of watching them. Um, so so all parents of a sudden, parents
2: are sitting on the side. Yeah, and yeah it's like, just it's like
0: a, there's a, little kids with like. Either parents that are drunk, and there's a lot of drug use, and there's some prostitutes without their front teeth, you know, typical downtown <laughs> Mexico stuff. And Peter's, I'm like, dude, and the, so it starts there too. So, Peter, really, really appreciate the accuracy of what happened so far. So, so I'm making cool. like little hints good. to Peter, I'm like, hey, man, that's kind of like not what I expected. And he's like, dude, there's good energy here. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "There's little kids, hookers, and drugs." He's like, "There's a good vibe here." Good energy. No, good energy. What I meant he was said something like this is kind of like a good. It's kind of hectic.
1: I like it. It's just yeah, just take it in. Like there's energy. There's people talking. There's music. Yeah. There's drinks. Like just take it in. Everyone's having a fun time. Yeah, you know, right. So we continue to walk around. Going by One more beer. Simon. One more beer. We can't. We can't find it. So the, you know, we're actually with a group of people so we go to like one We're with bar. our mastermind yeah the, well yeah. I know but like it's, it wasn't all of them right right so we energy. go in and get a drink and all of a sudden crack's like I don't know I, I don't like this but I want to get out of here and when he decides that he wants to go somewhere from then on it's like a full-blown tailspin if you don't go in the next five minutes it's a tailspin so I don't minute-
0: recall that I recall <laughs> hey Peter let's go he's like okay one more drink well yeah yeah one more, yeah. So like, what, right, what one more was- beer what was the coup de grace? No Everyone else drink. was
1: having fun, and I tried the 1942 yeah, with yeah. Uh, some some cinnamon and and uh, and orange slices. That didn't work. Yeah. So everyone's having a good so, time except Craig. So I don't right, want everyone was, to suffer. Ser- there was
0: a series of. One more drink. And now I can see Peter sees I'm getting upset. So he just wants to fucking <laughs> poke the bear. Yeah. So Peter's Peter's
2: one more Peter, drink Peter, literally. You know, I was meaning, actually ready
0: to go home, home, but then so, I knew that
1: you wanted to go home. And yeah. I was like, I can't let him have this. I just gotta so, keep him out. <laughs> so
0: he's like, he's like, one more drink. I'm like, okay, cool. We get a we get a shot to kill out of tequila, have a beer, you know. Um, and then like a couple, I'm like, dude, like let's let's roll. I was like, one more drink. <laughs> and there was there was five more one more drinks. I come outside like he's in some fucking hellhole, and there's like these prostitutes and children and people selling bracelets and bandanas with terrible language on it because dwight you woke up in the morning and saw that bandana in the room
2: it was a terrible thing in our
0: kitchen of the villa so i am like really losing it i want to go immediately then one of the masterminders ryan's like you don't want to go alone you'll wake up like in a vat of ice without your kidneys (laughs) i'm like i want to go I start getting really upset. I'm like, Peter, let's get the F out of here, man. This is, I don't want to fucking be here. And he pulls the, one more drink, Craig. One more drink. One more <laughs> this drink. is the seventh one more drink. Six so,
1: drinks should do it. So Craig is now like in my face, flicking me off. I'm leaving. Let's go. He starts flicking me off. And I'm like, and I'm giggling just like this. Because I've never seen him tailspin like this. So is I, this when he
2: threw the beer on somebody?
1: Yes. Yes. <laughs> he comes back, slams the beer down. It goes all over the server. And the guy's like, que so, pasa? <laughs>
0: so, so literally, I walk out to it. I'm like, I'm freaking going. I get like a bomb grab me. Like, senor. And like, he's all over me. I like, throw him off i'm like get off me then i run in i take my beer i put it down on the table like hard you slammed it and the beer shot on a waiter's face (laughs) and he's sitting there just like with a blank stare like looking at me like silly white american literally i gave him like a hundred dollars and i got in the cab the guy had it was a crazy night but the the, the moral of the story is is when you tell peter that you're uncomfortable he will tease you and no 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 just you just you yeah well let me ask you something peter so so if this is what you do to your good friends can i meet some of your good friends that you've had around for like a decade or more i just want to meet Look, them to find out what their coping mechanisms let's
2: name are
0: name a good buddy that i've heard about that you've actually had for 10 years quincy i want to talk to quincy all right
2: we got one
1: how long have I you long have of friends. That, that, I think that, oh, was, well, I just long? long-term ones. Craig right,
2: wants to okay. know like how long the tenure is to know when y'all aren't friends anymore. Like <laughs> this no, is it's, what he's I mean, trying to figure out. No, it's At it some fuck. point in time, you're purging you him. This, this is what dudes come, dude, come around in less than no, six days, so, Times. Dude, this, dude, this is dude. dude, dude. This, oh, this is
1: like, al- this is alpha dude love language. They both guys mess with each other just because. <laughs> i love, <laughs> how, I love the like e- ego reinforcement
2: you. Right. ego right. reinforcement's so right.
0: powerful peter, peter will tell you that you're wrong and say it yeah. so confidently that even if you're completely right like we have this thing with the links the last podcast we started peter literally said you numb nuts how do you get the wrong link he re-emails the wrong link dwight and i click right. on it trey right. you just don't even know what the f you're doing man you just got someone I, guess, I was here i was waiting for y'all i've been in your office it's a miracle you got the right button <laughs> and then pete's just freaking out on us no nuts how do you do that how do you do that what do you and then you actually think when pete's so mad at you you're like maybe i am an idiot maybe i did get it wrong <laughs> you have to shake it yeah yeah so Greg i've got to figure out, out what which... he's
1: like you wouldn't have gotten so far in life if you weren't so damn just sure of yourself when you're wrong yeah i'm like i wasn't wrong
0: well with the link
1: nah, i was okay. wrong you're right all
0: right but it, you but you know what i believed i was wrong i apologize to you for clicking on the link you sent me
1: that could be a superpower correct it is a superpower it is that a superpower. was a
0: bad night so i came home to the hotel and the hotel was beautiful but my window faced the chalupa <laughs>
2: hotel <laughs> the, chalupa. the chalupa
0: inn and we had music. How loud was that music in oh my
3: God. room? It, literally, it, was it was like, like a you wedding. Were, it or was something. like standing in front of the speaker it- of the
1: band.
2: <laughs> A thousand percent and we all thought but, it, but it would go
1: not. we went to bed at probably what 11 o'clock that night i mean after craig's no. no. tantrum we. Can't by the way room. the funny
0: thing was is i went home with ryan because peter's just like one more drink buddy one more drink the energy's great here <laughs> kind of like the kids and the, uh, the whole thing it's kind of it's working <laughs> like for the kids me. hanging around yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so literally we get in the car i get back to the hotel i have a drink with ryan because i don't want to end his night three minutes later peter shows up so the <laughs> only reason why that one more drink was actually happening because peter could see he's pushing my buttons and getting me so mad whole time.
1: He kept i, going. It. I um, think he told her when i was like y'all we can't leave until greg gets in the car as soon as he leaves uh, we can go <laughs> <laughs> oh everyone God. was in on it yeah <laughs> oh so um, all right all right moderator that was a fun stories look everyone loves a story uh, usually i get nervous and want to keep it on track but that was uh that was fun times everyone needs it needs stories it was fun times. there's nothing next like getting amazing, some time to moderator what uh your rj cal what are we what are we talking about today
2: we got a few we got a few items here but uh i will say craig next time listen when you ask trey and i whether we we're going to Cabo or wherever it is that you guys going. this is
0: your fault entirely because everybody <laughs> by the way everybody said I'm like wow this is not very much going on here in Cabo I kind of thought it was like a oh you got to see the marina district you got to go to the marina <laughs> <laughs> district it was like everybody asked everybody like, like people everybody, were like there no, was people like on the ground on carts without legs
3: Peter lying. In a real family
1: environment peter did you we're see good. that uh, yes but look right. but you like I'm that energy saying, that yes, energy the no, energy was awesome it wasn't the energy it was just different and it was i think it was just embrace it wasn't chaos, chaos. It was. he chaos. was making memories
0: the kids really broke my heart though seeing those little kids that that was tough for me to see that like,
2: i just love oh, it he comes yeah. back and the next morning we're looking at the aftermath of y'all's outing and craig's like why didn't you tell me i was like uh, clue number one first is is we were not there <laughs> we know we well why did you not back. go
1: what did you did you know so, yes been there zero percent chance i am gone you had never there. been down there craig so i was like all right this is fun to go walk yeah. around looking no the boats i and- listen
0: net net it experience. was a very cool experience i just didn't expect the one more drink to happen nine times that's what blew me up <laughs>
2: net net because we had to really redeem your net afterwards oh yeah like, well the rest know, of the, the net, was net over the whole
0: weekend and, and the hotel people. was amazing by the way yeah. the service we had that was really spectacular
2: a really It a really good mastermind it was a yeah, really was. really good mastermind we deep dove to say the least well all right <clears throat> well a couple of things that we ended up I, I will say having a mastermind and gathering getting away from your space which was awesome was uh everybody came with a multitude of issues and they were like well i need to fix this and marketing i need to fix this on my team i need to fix and in the end it it kind of we went around the table first thing around and we all ended up on the same issue which is finding the right implementer support person operator this kind of direction and so honestly it was it became the number one topic that we tackled top to bottom. And nearly every person was either a analyzing their current operator, seeing if they need a support or something to that degree, or going to a deeper dive of saying, no, I don't have the right operator. I don't have. And for some people they'll call that the office manager in your practice, or some people will call it a, a administrative type position where it's an executive admin or something to that degree. But a lot of these entrepreneurs were burnt out and they were trying to plug the small holes without realizing that nothing was going to really get done if we didn't tackle the bigger topic. Right. And so I think that that to me is something that we got to talk about, because obviously if you bring together a group of 15 people and they've got this constant topic, obviously this is everywhere, uh, throughout our, our profession. So I'm very, very interested in kind of going through and I've got a couple of points here that we want to make sure we tackle, but, um, how, how, apparent was it that everybody started somewhere and ended up in the same problem it was and it didn't matter where it was but they ended up there and most of it was because they were so caught up in the title they had given a person and whether they could demote or they could move that over and the first thing i want to talk about is just exactly that like implementer office manager the title you get so hung up on what it is that other practices call people on your team so I'm interested to hear how you all have implemented that, because I'll be honest, pretty much all of us have different titles, names to people on our team in different ways. But the job itself is really what we need to focus on. So give me your thoughts, Phil.
1: I mean, I think, Craig, I think titles can be toxic um, and, and dangerous. And Craig has actually had to correct me uh, and pull me back for, for, for entitling someone that would give, bestow too much, quote unquote, power to them in that, in that arena. So yeah. I personally don't like the office manager title because it means the the manager of all things now, right? right? People, everything, and I think sometimes that's just too much power to wield for one person. Um, quote, you know, where everyone thinks that that's quote unquote the boss. I've moved more into a uh, a bifurcation or trifurcation of kind of of things, meaning like there's business relation, business driving, and then there's human relations, and then there's um, more patient relations, things like that. So, I I will agree with everything you said, Dwight. I think that there was a common thesis around what people were were lacking. Mm-hmm. I think also people, I think, and I think pervasive in our industry is that dentists are feeling overwhelmed. Yeah. No. overwhelmed and burnout meaning the nucleus of everything that quote unquote that we've said has it came up a lot as we kind of shared the issues or the impediments to our life or practice right the nucleus of everything and it was mainly because it might not have been the right person that was in that quote unquote that implementer role or that office manager role was just they didn't really have the quote unquote skill set to be taking sure. something off of the plate of someone yeah. right and yep. so the objective wasn't to let's let's fire and move and laterally shift people around, but it was more just creating awareness around what you need going forward. Because what got you to this position isn't likely going to be the same skill set that's going to get you to the next five years, right? right Meaning the mm-hmm. the next leg up is going to take a different level of acumen, a different level of business acumen, different level of hiring acumen, um, all these things, and so. I think that was my takeaway. It was this: is that we all share things, and 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 people felt. This is the last thing I'll say. I think everyone felt better about knowing that they weren't alone in solving these problems. Right, right. There was like, oh wow, you're dealing with that, and then we started seeing just collaboration amongst the group, which is essentially the power of the mastermind. Like we covered, you know, that quote last last time we spoke was kind of the battery's power. Like connecting a battery in, in a series makes everything more powerful, and we started seeing that and um so yeah that's 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 it
2: but i think that was exactly it so everybody had an issue throughout their operations and if it was a clinical related issue it came back to systems and processes and it came back to nobody putting that together nobody implemented let it me tell came, you one thing you though. know it went down that so I, road
1: let me say one thing and then craig I, craig i want to hear uh, i know you want it you're dying to jump in here. i can see it i can see you holding your holding your, I'm just kidding is this thing? every entrepreneur i know struggles with this same thing. Right? It it's it this is not a this is not just a thing that's unique to dentistry and woe is us dentists. This is the entrepreneurial endeavor. This is the entrepreneurial quest. This is why this shit is hard. This is why everyone
2: cannot do it. If everyone's killing yourself, it, you mean I'm just no, talking just, just, exactly everybody struggles with it. What giving up, letting go, lack of no, control. A, what,
1: what are we talking about? First off, A, being able to identify, getting your head up out of the sand, like I always say, and and being aware of things that are going on around you, not just from a situational awareness, but also from like prognostication, meaning in marketing, where we're going, looking at numbers, being able to look at all the things and not because you're going to do all the things, but just having an awareness around the business and knowing what levers to pull. So that when you, when, when you get into war times or you get into where that, where it's a dark winter, you know, that you've got some tools in the system that you can leverage. So that's one, Dwight. The other thing is then, then learning that your team can be either the most powerful thing you have or the biggest detriment to, to your business. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. And so I think that, I think that's, that's worth saying Mm -hmm. again, your team can be your superpower or it can be your kryptonite. It yeah. truly is, and, and it's not because there's bad people and they have bad intentions, it's just likely we have hired like I used to hire, which was like, I like you, you you're you friendly, you seem like you should go here, right? Yeah. And therefore, I got, because after bad hire, after bad hire, I finally had to extricate myself from that. Cause I'm like, well, hey.
0: you, you make a decision too when you make a bad hire, it's just like, I can't rely upon people, people suck, I have to do it all myself, totally. versus I just suck at hiring. And I think what what you're saying, Peter, you you've drilled down a couple steps down into like the entrepreneur and the entrepreneurial curse, and that we need implementers. What what I think came of this was that you you don't have to be all things, and that you should rejoice in the fact that you have core strengths and that you have certain areas that need to be backfilled in with other team members. But I saw, you know, entrepreneurs were very much alike. We're all three entrepreneurial. We all need implementers. We need people mm-hmm. to hold the vision. But a lot of the people in the mastermind are just practicing dentists and they actually don't have that entrepreneurial driving um, autonomous force. And they're actually looking to outsource that. I think that's a harder, harder thing. I think it's easier for us to find good implementers to implement the ideas that we have. I think it's harder when you don't have ideas. It's hard, you know, you hear people like, I want to hire well, a and CEO. It's a very good point. We've
3: extricated ourselves from what we do. So Well, we set
0: we set the vision though. You're like, I want to buy this, I want to do that, I want it to look like this. That's the hard part, and we've all done a really good job of that. So it's I think it's an easier thing to be an entrepreneur, have an entrepreneurial drive, and find people that want to jump on the wagon and go with you, versus kind of like floundering, like should I build a five op or a fifty op or three offices or one? That's that's harder to me. Well, I think
3: I think one of the things that makes I agree with Pete that this is this is universal across many industries not just unique to dentist, dental. <clears throat> but one thing that that dental is unique in and that we are doers, we are technicians. You can cover a lot of sins and revenue. If you know if you're sitting down at that chair, you know that your things are gonna be just fine, so you could ignore all of it. You don't have to set a vision. You don't have to do any of the things that we have been able to do because we've extricated ourselves from that chair. But in in when that's the case, when you are a doer, you end up very much stuck in the mud of of that that never ending cycle of being the nucleus of something. Well, so it is harder suppose, to pick your head yeah, up. You got you to
0: run. Harder to pick running. your
3: up. Harder to see the things that you need to see. It's easier to just hire who you like. It's harder to get rid of the people you like and and then I think it it brings up a kind of a next thing of going from what brought you here is not going to get you there. You may have the right people on the bus, but they may not be in the right seat. And then you have to actually make those decisions of what am I going to do? Do I demote this person? Do I get rid of this person? Do I use this person for their strengths? And and that becomes a very difficult decision to someone that doesn't Has anyone ever demoted
1: some someone successfully by the way? Well, month you know three I don't think
0: you? You, I don't think you can reduce their pay.
1: That's well, that's what we're talking about right now. That because t- we we got away with titles. But has anyone successfully said, Hey, I want to reduce your pay?
2: Didn't last long.
1: Yeah. I, I yeah. I'm, I'm actually asking because I've, I mean, no, I've never been, I've been, never, been, I've been able never, to do not a I've significant amount. Not out.
2: enough to really make that much of an impact. I mean but if you've made it a significant mm-hmm. amount because their job- Whatever you hugged,
1: pull from yeah. them and pay, they are gonna make up for an apathy to you.
2: <clears throat> yeah, exactly. It'll be
0: directly proportional. <laughs> I have had to take off. Um, so in our, in our office, we used to have these daily guarantees that never faded because you know I figured you know, $500, $600 a day, most dentists would not be happy with that until I met the guy who was happy with $500 a day. So I had to take that away. But it was like hey you're not producing what our hygienists produce you can't be you can't have a seat on this airplane unless you want to get your butt in gear so i had to take away the guarantee and of course now that guy's gone from 30 a month to 90 a month but that was like a demotion he 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 saw that as a demotion but the other doctor's like that's reasonable you know you can't be on a
2: 500 a day guarantee and not exceed it definitely well i i I want to make a bigger picture comment in regards to this, because I think entrepreneurs, especially even you know dental entrepreneurs within our industry, I don't think we realize that people are different. I mean, I've had these conversations with my team and sometimes I'm sitting here and I'm listening to all the tactical stuff like my director of operations is doing. And sometimes I look at him, I'm like, oh my God, I would hate your job. And they would turn to me and they look like, oh good, because I would absolutely hate your job.
1: Mm-hmm. Right. And we
2: sometimes think that everybody wants to be the CEO or everybody wants to be the visionary. It's a really good point, is, by the way. That's really not good point. it. They don't. A lot of people love being able to knock out that tactical. They love to be a part of the checklist manifesto to get it done and feel progress every day because they can check those boxes off. And some of us get stuck in the well. How are we going to do this in the vision? We don't actually always get progress. We're feeling
0: bad, by the way. A lot of a lot of entrepreneurs and dentists feel that they don't want to delegate like i just delegate right. it feels bad but you know the people right. that you delegate to have more economic opportunity because now they're doing more yep. they can actually make more money so you know case in point in my office we lost one of our major financial people kind of all centered around her she moved on and we wound up like you know advancing three other people in my office are all making more money all happier so it's a very good point you're making that we we treat people and we artificially put our values and our expectations on them when we don't even ask them
1: right
2: just
0: because you hate it doesn't mean they hey cindy do you like doing mm. spreadsheets oh my god i love spreadsheets yeah. i love them absolutely i love yeah. that's my favorite i could do spreadsheets all day well geez, yeah. i need someone to do spreadsheets all day oh my god that's my dream job yeah. great absolutely It's what makes yeah. the world go round
2: <clears throat> and i think sometimes we also create such negativity around job titles within our our businesses because it's like, Oh my God, I would never want to be on the phone all day talking to people. I would never want to do recall. I would never, there are people out there throughout. And obviously when you're around the same type of people, you all go to dental school, you all, you're always around doctors. You tend to find out same level of, of education or things like that. You get to surround yourself by the same types of friends. Everybody's talking the same way. All of a sudden you think your whole world We're just filled with these types of people. And that's not the case. And it's not that they're less or so, or one is stronger than the other. It's that it takes all of us to be on a team and to run these operations properly and well. Cause the truth is, is if my office was filled with Dwight's, we would get nowhere.
0: Yeah. Likewise. I want you to say what you just said Very one true. more time. By the way, we we need all of us. That's what you said. We right? need
2: all of us in order to have a successful business. It takes the whole team, and it's right. That and that, that that's, the that's the pain point.
0: That's the pain point of most dentists. It's I am not all of that myself.
2: Right.
1: I
0: right. think that's right. the pain right. point for me. It was a pain point for Peter. Of course, and, for all of and us. yeah yeah that that's that's the problem and that's the source of all the calls i get so i have all these people like you know i want to pick your brain i want to do this how many options i build what should i do how did you determine how many specialists and they just literally want the plug and play of course i get it so much this guy's hounding me i want to actually bring his questions up on one of the podcasts just because it's so typical that he's like he literally typed out a list of questions and sent me a word document but it's that same level of not understanding uh, what your strengths are and what you really right. want, and just patchworking somebody else's stuff in there.
2: well, the biggest the biggest fake component to leadership is thinking that you're supposed to be, a good leader is good at everything, right? And that's what you're pointing out, right? Is the, the concept here is for us not to be well-rounded. It's for our team to be well-rounded. And that's the biggest difference. And I say this time and time again, we talked about it a lot on at the Mastermind. And it's it's simply the, the focus is to realize that my fully exploited strengths are of more greater value than my marginally improved weaknesses. My fully exploited strengths are of more value than my marginally exploited weaknesses. Okay. So we spend so much time trying to build up our weaknesses when in reality we need to be a well-rounded team rely on others who by the way that's their favorite stuff to do and, and also if we energetically did them, we will never through. get anywhere there's Energetic. a lot of
3: control in there i mean you you want control of everything and when you want control of everything you tend to focus on what you can do to make yourself better which is focus on your weaknesses and you're ignoring the fact that you're better as a team or you're better as a pair a visionary integrator or you know the the CEO COO whatever you want to call them Uh, The synergism there is enormous because it does exactly that. It focuses on your strengths.
2: Yep. And that's where your value add is, is that if you're focusing on your strength, your business will be okay because you'll do your part. I mean, how many of us on this pod right now actually hire people? Any of us? No. When in reality, when we first started, it was like we needed a hand in every individual right? I mean, maybe someone who directly works with Good you, point. an executive admin, a director of operations, your C-suite, whatever. That's one thing. So, Dwight, is that's the natural progression.
1: So is that skill set necessary on the come up? So when, on the come up, I mean, first five years of your practice, or should, I'm trying to identify yeah. a data point that you're saying is like, look, on the 80 years of dental experience on this call, on on this, you know, or 70 years of dental experience, None of us hire anymore. So like, that's a big data point. I think that's something that you should, should immediately try to be outsourced. Every
2: single type of business, Mm -hmm. the break to the growth of business is getting out of the way of your team and hiring for your weakness. Yeah,
0: hundred percent. It's the psychology and skill set of the owner and the most of it's psychology. So if you still believe you need to be the nucleus of everything, it's never going to grow beyond you.
2: So you're right on the come up, Pete, you're saying, Hey, I've got three people on my team. I've got to hire everybody, but at that point in time, everything, you can still touch every little thing and you do because you feel that that's how you maintain control and you claim it as leadership as opposed to getting out of the way, letting people fail, fall flat on their face. And then all of a sudden they're becoming a person you didn't realize they were going to (laughs) become. And they're the ones telling you what we need next, as opposed to you coming in and being like, I need to hire another person for this or no, no, don't take away that job. I love that job. Take away this job that I hate right and building that type of a mindset yep one thing i I always
1: tell my and and i think this is i think some people will benefit from hearing this all that are listening to this podcast because i say this a lot in my own ecosystem is let's build for the practice we want not for the one that we have Mm
2: -hmm.
1: okay and because you know and, and for example like i invested in a headquarters a centralized headquarters space because i knew that practices nine, 10, and 11, 12, 13, for whatever would need centralization. Right. And so I had to take a, a leap into that, into that space. Yep. So same thing with kind of Dwight, going back to the come up dentist or someone who's in, in the infancy mm-hmm. of it is identify that this, you will probably extricate yourself. You're going to be involved because your environment is so intimate, but, but also like, know that, that mm. the next phase you might have to extricate yourself fully that so build for the practice you want knowing that look there's four guys on here that don't do that anymore
2: right
0: if, if i can point remember i always talk about like the 10 years i wasted in dentistry and i you know i don't want Prison people that funding. are listening yeah i don't want people to have to learn the hard way like i did a lot of it comes down to what we're talking about when you try to if you're good at you know you need to be good at 10 things to run a business if you're good at seven of them you're already kicking ass but if you spend your entire day and on your weeks improving those three things, to your point, Dwight, the marginally marginally improving your weaknesses, you yeah. feel like you suck every day. Right. So work is not tough because it's long and hard, or rather long and difficult. Work sucks because you're doing something you hate to do. Because we make and it hard on ourselves. We make it hard yeah, on ourselves. So we're trying show. to we're trying to get better at the things we naturally don't are not good at. You feel like a failure every day. so the reason why I think we've arrived at a place where we're happier now is because we've built things that are intentional and where we can stay in the domain of our strength. I have no problem telling somebody right now, you do not want me to do that. I'm just, I don't even know how to do that. I will screw it up. I will drive you crazy. Like, let me do what I do best. You know, so it's a, a self-confidence in yeah. certain areas and an understanding in your weaknesses, I think as well.
2: I, I even will say, I'm so glad that you think that I'm going to be good at helping you in this topic, but I'm not as just not me. So it starts with knowing yourself that helps you find the balance you need, and then you build the team. But most of us, with all due respect, there's a lot of ego. It's all on my shoulders. The economy, the, the clinical dentistry is on my shoulders, the business is on my shoulders. I am also a doctor. You throw all that in there. That's ego laid on ego, laid on ego, laid on ego. And then guess what? Well,
1: as you a doctor. The nucleus.
3: As You've a doctor, you banded. have equates to lack of awareness. Yeah. And it all starts with the awareness of yourself to be able to hire that other person that can that can complement you.
1: Here's something interesting as you guys are talking. I'm thinking of, and then I think we wrap this because I want to keep these. These, uh, these episodes succinct in the title, but as we all know, there's a lot of unhappiness with job satisfaction with dentists, right? There's a lot of mental health because dentists get frustrated. And I think, you know, that this is one of the causative factors. Oh, for sure. Right. It's the, how many times have we heard the word, the B word, the burnout, I'm burnt out. No. But then you dig in, and no one is burnt out from. Man, I just I'm prepping so many crowns. I'm burnt out. No one. Yeah. Yeah. This is not what they're burnt out from. They are burnt out from the hiring treadmill, the firing treadmill. The well, it's I asked all them business to do it, ops. They didn't do it. It's yeah. all of the operations, and right? It's, it's and we a, all got no, we got
0: no training, Peter. Nothing.
1: I I, I fully aware in of that for sure. <clears throat> I'm just saying that the fact. So this isn't just where I'm going with this, Greg. In, in summation, is this isn't just hey listen to us because it could make your business better. This is listen to us because this could make your life better potentially. Listen to this advice, potentially make your life better, you happier at work, your business more successful, and you have more longevity in your career so that you don't start saying I'm burnt out.
2: I think that that's the best way to summarize this issue. And if I could say the one thing I know the most over the last few years of doing the mastermind is, how many people showed up saying I have to do something different because I hate dentistry. And then they end the mastermind saying, I love my life again. And that's really what it is.
1: Amen. Dwight.
2: And that's where we really have to just let it go and realize, and we're not speaking from a place up high. We're speaking from a place of scars and bruises and a lot of pain. And I think that in reality, we've got to be able to, Appreciate where we've been, but also give it back because I, we all want people to do it better and faster and in a more enjoyable lifestyle than we did. So that's a good, good, good chat that I think we all honestly, I need to hear it again because it comes back. It really it rears its head back up, you know, Absolutely. that thriving curse. So that's a good I, one.
1: fellas. Yeah, I agree. Let's let's break this here. And um, I want to have a whole different one on hiring because I think that came up a lot. All right. Um, let's do it, man. All right, everybody. See ya.